This podcast is brought to you by Likeable Media. Likeable Media produces and distributes content across the social web for mid to large size brands. Visit them at likeable.com. Welcome to All the Social Ladies with CEO of Likeable Media, Carrie Kerpin. Now, Carrie Kerpin. Welcome back to another episode of All the Social Ladies. I'm Carrie Kerpin, CEO of Likeable Media, and today I get to talk to Lisa Schoder, who is currently the lead on Ford's U.S. Integrated Marketing and Media. Before that, though, she was an engineer. How often do you hear that story? After 11 years as an engineer and working in the engineering department at Ford, she made a shift and worked her way up through the marketing department. It's a really fascinating story. Take a listen. Welcome, Lisa, to the show. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so happy to have you here. And I'm so excited. You know, I always start the podcast by asking our guests the story of their career. And I'm particularly fascinated by your story because of how your career at Ford actually started. So tell me a little bit from the beginning, like what you wanted to be when you grew up and how you got to where you are today. Okay, perfect. So I think <laughs> my story is one of continued um, evolution because even when I initially was thinking about like where I wanted to go to college, what I wanted to do, I, I, I changed and shifted around. So I ended up going um, to Michigan State to study mechanical engineering. And um, that kind of came to be after initially I thought, oh, I'm going to go pre-med. I'm going to be a physician. And, and then I had my, in my senior year of high school, I had my first physics class. And I just kind of fell in love with this Mm -hmm. idea of, you know, trying to to figure out what makes things happen. So entered into, you know, the, uh, into Michigan state as a mechanical engineering major graduated. And immediately after um, graduation, I joined Ford as an engineer and, um, and loved it, right? Like just this whole idea of, of the automotive industry and, and how many different ways that you can affect change as an engineer at Ford was, was incredibly um, exciting to me. And so I, you know, I was young engineer, like really passionate, always earning, always yearning to like learn more, do more. So I ended up, you know, getting a master's degree, you know, while I was working, I went, I went back to school at the university of Michigan and, and got autom- a master's in engineering and automotive engineering still on the path of, I'm going to be, you know, a chief engineer, a vehicle line director, vice president yep. of engineering, something yep. like that. And I had, I think just like all of us do, you have some of those moments or those experiences in your career where you, where you kind of have a, have a, a, a little bit of a, of a pivot and think like, well, wait a minute, that's kind of interesting over there. And how that happened for me was that I um, had the opportunity to work in a, in a group. Um, it was a really, really fun um, experience where there was a group of engineers that essentially were working also with a group of our, our Ford marketing colleagues to really develop what we called the Ford brand DNA. And this was all like kind of the marriage between like what do customers want from our vehicles and, and, and then what do we want from an engineering, how we establish all of our targets and metrics from actual like test, you know, procedures to deliver on that feeling you get from a Ford vehicle. So 
in that experience, you know, I got to know some of our marketing colleagues and I thought, wow, that is really, really cool work that they're doing over there. Um, because I felt, um, at that point in my career, you know, engineering was very much like, here are the, you know, the procedures to do this. It was very, sometimes very black and white versus, I looked at this opportunity on the marketing side to really set up like, what should we be doing? What, you know, where's the marketplace going? What do consumers want? So it's kind of one of those awakenings, right. in in, in my life. And so I thought, well, I want to learn more about that. I want to understand like, how can I do something like that? So again, you know, seeking out more knowledge. So then I went to, um, I got my MBA at, at, at the Roth School of Business at, at U of M. And, and again, I did this while I was working full-time. I did that part-time because apparently I like to just overload myself and, <laughs> and have too much on my plate. Um, but you were so, still in an engineering capacity at that point. So you were working still, as an engineer. Yes, I was still working as an engineer. And, and what I was, I was incredibly fortunate because I, for good or bad, I'm completely transparent with kind of my ambitions and what I wanted to do. So I told my management team on my engineering management, I said, this is what I want to do. You know, I, I kind of, I really want to go and get an MBA. I want, I want to concentrate in marketing and strategy and, and I want to work in marketing at Ford. This is what I want to do, how I want to evolve my career um, and continue to contribute to Ford. And so I was very fortunate to have good support from, from my engineering management to say, okay, we're going to, we're going to support you doing this, knowing that you're going to, you know, go and leave our organization and, and join another, another part of the Ford family. Um, so went through that, did that. Um, and so when I graduated from, from business school, I, uh, I had the opportunity to join, um, Ford has a, a program called the marketing leadership program. And this is where we recruit, um, MBAs into our marketing organization to get, it's, it's a rotational program where you kind of learn the different fundamentals of marketing across Ford, um, both from like product marketing and consumer brand management, as well as sales. So you're, you know, you're mm. out in the field working with our dealers. So, it was a perfect opportunity for me having, you know, spent 11 years of my career at Ford. So I wasn't new to Ford, but I was completely new to marketing at Ford and joined that program. So that um, went through, you know, a series of, of rotations, but the, the lovely thing about the marketing leadership program is that these are real meaty jobs. It's not like you're just working on a little project that, that, that then gets put on a shelf when you're done. It's so I was, you know, the, the product marketing manager for the next generation escape, which is one of our, you know, pivotal products in the, in the portfolio in terms of importance to, um, to Ford. And then I, from there, I worked on our ST brand, which was our small car performance brand that we were introducing to the, to North America for the first time. It was something that Europe had had for years on the small cars of Fiesta and Focus and, and in the U.S. and we never had it. So I was able to be the brand manager when we introduced that to, to the U.S. And, and again, I think, you know, right time, right place um, for me, you know, having my engineering background to lean on and talking, you know, performance grimble with all of these super, super rabid enthusiasts. It was kind of like this perfect marriage of like, okay, I'll go, you know, and talk to all of the enthusiasts. You want to know all the, the grimly detail about this performance product, but then have the marketing acumen to really like bring it, bring it to market in, in a, in a splash. Wow. Um, and then from there, I, I had a cool opportunity to go work um, with our dealers. So I, my husband and I moved to Northern California and I 
you know, I did wholesale. I, I wholesaled vehicles to dealers, worked with them on, you know, their business, how we could, you know, go after the market aggressively and pull, you know, pull in data that I had access to to help consult on their businesses and really build up that kind of understanding of where really where the wheels, you know, meet the road in terms of our industry at, at, at the dealer level and what, you know, consumers and our owners are experiencing about Ford, you know, in so many cases is from what they experience with their dealerships. So that was an invaluable um, opportunity for me to get in and, and understand that piece of the business. Um, and then come back, you know, and then come back to Dearborn and, and work in other, you know, product and and uh, consumer roles before finding my way over to the marketing communications team in in a digital role. Wow. Okay. I have a bunch of questions based off of this story. Okay. So first of all, Lisa, the thing that I hear in the whole story is so much passion. Like you're just so excited Absolutely. about all of the parts of the story. When you were, you were so passionate about engineering, when you switched over, did you have any trepidation. I mean, I guess when I was listening to the story, I thought, okay, so she went to school for the MBA while she's still having the engineering degree. So it's a good, I mean, engineering job. So it's a good time to like, think about that change. But was there ever a moment where you kind of questioned the decision or you just knew, did it happen gradually or was it like, boom, okay, I'm going to marketing. So for me, I think, I think I just knew. And the more that I did, the more I really knew. And I think for me, like having my first kind of um, dipping my toe in the marketing water was in a product marketing role. So I was still very much um, a part of the product development process and how we bring, you know, new vehicles, develop new vehicles for the market. It was just in a slightly different role. So for that, it was kind of like this, you know, soft landing, easy transition from an engineering role because my engineering roles were always more at the the attribute level or you know how the the systems kind of come together in a way that the that the consumer experiences versus working on a a little part that's you know a, a piece of the suspension you know mm. architecture for example so i was always kind of at that more you know consumer level so for me it was it was it was easy to kind of make that transition over to the marketing side and and quite honestly i've I've had so much um, satisfaction in my career since making that switch because I still have that background and I still have that solid network of, yes. of people in the company that I know who to call to answer, you know, or to ask different questions that I have or, or who to put, you know, who to put in contact to, to kind of solve problems. But, but, and, and all of kind of the, the understanding of how that part of the business works and now how do I, you know, dive into this side of the business and really, again, push to, you know, to move us forward and, and, and be the, the absolute best marketers that we can be. I loved the marketing program that you first got into where you did the rotation and you got to do all of the different things. Was there any area that you went to that you felt like, okay, I know this is not for me. It sounds like a lot of like you, you, you really found your home and, and enjoyed the things. And even like the dealer stuff, which you don't do now, you seemed like to genuinely like, was there any area where you were like, this is kind of my least favorite area of what I would do within marketing? Um, you know, I, I don't seem to, I don't mean to seem like Pollyanna, but like, no. I really, I think because of the fact that it was all new to me and, and that's kind of what drives me is like, how can I, how can I dive into something that I know very little about, but I can learn and grow and then add to kind of the, the, the toolbox, so to speak. So I looked at every opportunity that I've had in through that lens 
to really say, okay, you know, do I think that I'm going to be a long-term um, part of the sales organization at Ford? Probably not. But that time that I spent there was so valuable. And, and still, like even in the role that I'm in today, you know, we, we still have a lot of, of interface with, with dealers in terms of different committees that, you know, we have dealers in to, to talk about our marketing and talk about just different, um, just different policies and procedures with respect to how our distribution network is set up. So having that kind of that, that foundational understanding of, of how things work um, at the dealer level uh, is is incredibly important. I don't think that you can be necessarily. It's I think it's difficult to be a a successful marketer at Ford without a, a solid understanding of how our vehicles are sold. Because yes, it's, it's a, a factor. You know, it's it, we don't sell. Ford doesn't sell directly to consumers, right? So we have to you know understand all of the different pieces that come together. And in my role today, that's incredibly important because you know the advertising and communications that we do from the the brand level, um, you know, dealers are doing their own and and the dealer groups are doing their own. So how do we make sure that all of these pieces are kind of flowing together and kind of the, 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 um, the water skis, so to speak, stay, stay parallel instead of crossing so that we make sure that from the consumer and what they're experiencing, experiencing from the brand all makes sense. Ooh, I love the water ski analogy. That is actually a great, a great thought. So that they're both running in parallel makes makes total exactly. sense. I actually, I've had quite a few people, specifically at large organizations, talk about how uh, understanding the sales process and experiencing a role in sales, no matter what, um, you know, even if it's like part of a training program or anything like that, really does help you understand and be a much better marketer. I, I think it does because um, you, you, it just makes you think about things in a different way. And even when I look back upon kind of the order of my rotations that I did, it probably would have helped me tremendously had I been in my sales job before I went into the the brand management and launching the mm. FP, you know, program, because I would have understood, okay, wait a minute, this is how um, this program that I'm trying to execute to do a, um, a, a pre-sale incentive or, you know, pre-order incentive is actually going to be um, digested by our dealer body and our sales consultants. So it's like just understanding that I probably would have done things differently because, but I just didn't have kind of all of that, that framework or experience to draw upon um, like I do now. Absolutely. And so tell me about your job now. So you are a lead in the U S integrated marketing and media department. Yes. That's right. That's right. So what basically that, give it to me what it means. Give me the whole scope what what of what you do. Yeah. So, so it's basically pulling together kind of all of our all of our digital marketing across shop by own. So we have, you know, our our Ford.com. That that team um is is a that's a part of my team. What happens within, you know, in market and our shopper marketing team, that's a part of my team. Uh, across our owner communications and kind of CRM and one-to-one and how we're, we're trying to evolve our, our communications to be very integrated and, and, and human marketing is what I've been, I've been trying to call it, right. Where it's Mm. not just, you know, siloed marketing where, well, this is what the owner group does and this is what the brand group does. And this is what the shopper group does. Like, how do we, how do we evolve to a place where it's more about, all right, who are we trying to talk to and, and what's the next best thing to say to them versus just throwing a bunch of messages at them that are, that are kind of disconnected. So that's, I manage, I'm managing all of that as well as all of our, um, all channels of, of media. So our complete media strategy. 
Wow. How, how much have you seen of a shift over time to digital? How, how important is digital to Ford? I think it's critically important. And, and the more that we um, have pushed ourselves to really, um, to really dive into things, uh, we've been able to just get some great learnings. I mean, there's no doubt about, you know, there still is a role for a balanced media mix. And mm-hmm. then we recognize kind of the role that, that different channels play in that mix. But I think that as as we've learned uh, about the different opportunities that digital present, opportunities and challenges, right? I mean, right. opportunities from the standpoint of, of really being able to be nimble and testing and learning and, and being super targeted where it's appropriate versus going for, you know, mass, in, in other ways, but also kind of navigating kind of sometimes very murky waters, right? And when we when we look across the the digital supply chain and all of the all of the available companies that at any given point want to sell Ford Motor Company something, um, trying to kind of piece together the the right thing to do for the business while still being open to um, learning about new opportunities that might be out there and not afraid to try things, but not getting distracted by all of the the, the busyness that's that's in that supply chain. Mm. And talk to me a little bit about Ford's approach to social media in general. How does Ford approach it? What do you think of it for Ford? Give me, give me sort of background. Sure. So, so certainly, I mean, social is, is a solid part of our, of our digital strategy. And, and we, from kind of the, the early days, we, we jumped into social, you know, head first because we recognize the opportunity that it presented and, and really getting into that area where you can cultivate a, a community, you can speak to consumers at, on a people basis versus a cookie basis and really understanding what drives people. And, and especially as you, you know, when I think back to when I was the ST brand manager, for example, this was early days, of, uh, earlier days of social net really yeah. early, but um, from the, the Ford Ford point of view, um, you know, I was responding directly. We had a, a Ford ST Facebook page at the time, and I was responding directly to what consumers were asking about the product. And so it was this access that wasn't, you know, that, that probably hadn't previously been there to really engage with, with consumers and, and be able to answer their questions. Now, can't answer every question, right? Sometimes I had to dodge a little bit and say, oh, we're not ready to talk about that yet. Yeah. Stay tuned. Yep. But still, um, what what came back to me from that experience was that the, you know, the fans and enthusiasts to this, this community that we were, we were building, they loved it. They're like, are you kidding me? Like, when have you ever had access to the brand manager from XYZ performance vehicle before? So it was really, it was really, really great. And I loved that, that part about the way that, that Ford embraced these channels and these platforms as opportunities to really cultivate a relationship with our, with our communities. And so now as we look at how they've, how the, you know, the different platforms have grown up, right. And the opportunities that they present across both, you know, speaking to and and, and talking to fans about, you know, fans and owners um, as well as who people who are shopping and, and, and how do we, how do we have a good experience for them um, to talk about, you know, our, our great products, but also as we're thinking about how Ford is really kind of evolving our, our narrative as a company that, you know, we of course have our core business of, of selling, you know, world-class cars, trucks, and SUVs, but we also have um, an emerging opportunity with respect to the, the, the evolving mobility and, and providing mobility solutions. So mm. really when we look across how we can use social to, to tell those stories, um, what we, you know, again, it gets down to, you know, 
who are we trying to talk to and, and what's the right message for them at the time? Because in some cases, some folks that we're talking to through social channels, it's not about selling another vehicle. It's about, hey, did you know that we have um, a rideshare program in your city and it, it's available here? Or we're, you know, we're investing in, in, in bike share programs or we're, we're doing research with respect to autonomous vehicles and just telling different stories that maybe um, are surprising in a lot of ways to people, but it's, it's kind of really positioning Ford as a leader in that space. I love that. I know you are, you know, heavily involved in the media that goes out. And as as social has uh, really pivoted to a more paid medium, I think as we see Facebook and, and really getting, getting really, really advanced in terms of their advertising technologies, how big of a player is it in your, when you're looking at your media spend, are you seeing uh, more of a greater shift towards social? I think it certainly represents a significant part of, mm. of our investment. And, and that really gets down to the, the, the fact that we've been able to to work with partners like you know like a Facebook and and put together really really solid um, marketing campaigns you know based upon what our what our objectives are and so we've done work across um, even like last year when we were launching the the all new Super Duty and you think well a well, Super Duty consumer they're on Facebook but. As a matter of fact, they, they are. are. Yeah, we were able to be super smart in how we reached them and put together creative that was tailored towards different vocations, for example, because we we were able to target people on the platform based upon what kind of work they do. So we knew that you know the type of creative that we could engage with them and have you know something that was really relevant to someone to to stop them in their feed and have them engage, um, just based upon the insights that are available on a, on a platform like that. Uh, and that's not necessarily available everywhere you go. And, and we like to, you know, understand how we can connect that across, you know, sequential messaging and, and really, you know, follow them through their, you know, their path to purchase, or even for those folks who aren't necessarily, like I said, in the market, like how do we still tell Ford stories that improved, you know, people's overall opinion of the brand. And, and as they think about these other alternatives that we might be able to help, you know, help them in their life. And so here's my next question for you. I want to know, you the person, Lisa, how are you yeah. using social media today? And are you on a lot of different platforms or are you not a heavy social media user? So I, I certainly use social. I would say that um, the, the majority of my my publishing tends to be in um, Instagram and, and, and then in, in Facebook. Um, I like to have fun in, in Snapchat. I'm not like a super, super big user in it, but I certainly <laughs> love to have fun with it. Um, I would say I'm more of, of a consumer than a publisher on Twitter, but I certainly, Twitter is kind of my go-to in the morning to look and just see what's going on because I, that, that, that certainly is the role that I see it playing. And even as, as we look at a lot of the things that we do as a brand in, in Twitter, it's about you know, that those news and, and what's happening now. Um, so that's kind of, I kind of dabble in, in the four of those. Um, and well, actually I, I don't, I don't want to forget about Pinterest because I've recently. Love Pinterest. With Pinterest. I know. <laughs> I think whenever I... there's something going on, like I'm planning a, a trip to Italy. So I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm obsessed. Pinterest. I have to put everything together. Yes. Yes, for sure. I, my husband, uh, blames my entire backyard build out on Pinterest. He's like, oh, you saw all these things on Pinterest and now you had to build an outdoor fireplace. And that's like the worst thing I've ever seen yeah, <laughs> in the cold. Yeah, yeah, all the things. So Lisa, tell me where people should connect with you if they if they hear the interview and they're interested in learning more and connecting with you and where they should, where should they follow Ford as well? 
So I think from from a Ford perspective, we you know we have a presence across Twitter, across Facebook, across Instagram. Um, so those are some of the, the key places to follow what's happening for, with Ford. With me, I think personally, like I'm I'm certainly I have a, an active LinkedIn presence. Yeah. Like I said, I'm not I'm not a big publisher on Twitter, so I think people would be really upset if they started following <laughs> me on Twitter because they'd see like pictures of my dog or something right. like that. Um, so I think like LinkedIn from, from a professional point of view is probably the most. Or if they do want to see pictures of my of my dog, they can follow me on Instagram. Awesome. Awesome. Lisa, thank you for being on the show today. You're one fabulous social lady. Thank you. You've been listening to All the Social Ladies with Carrie Kerfin, CEO of Likeable Media. You can follow Carrie on Twitter, at Carrie Kirpin. To get current social media insights and great tips, sign up for Carrie's weekly newsletter by emailing newsletter at likeable.com. This podcast is brought to you by Likeable Media. Likeable Media produces and distributes content across the social web for mid to large size brands. Visit them at likeable.com.